You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. It's time to talk about the Green Bay Packers. This is your Packers Update, the Daily Cheese, brought to you by Packernet.com. The Daily Cheese is a collaboration with the Packernet Podcast, produced by the Pack Daddy, Ryan Schlipp, and I'm your host, J.J. Leahy. You can follow me on Twitter, at J.J. Leahy, to stay up to date on all things Packers, or to submit questions for the show. Well, at long last, we have Packers news. Oh my gosh. Now, if you want to hear the Aaron Rodgers interview from Kenny Main last night, go ahead and stick around to the end of this podcast, and I will play it for you. But first, let's get into the Packers news. OTAs have officially begun, and many on the Packers team are practicing in Green Bay. But not all. Let's run through who was missing. Aaron Rodgers, of course, is holding out. He will not be attending any of the team's activities for quite some time, most likely. Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Devin Funches and Equinemius St. Brown were all out. So there were a lot of snaps going around for depth wide receivers. David Bakhtiari, of course, is still rehabbing his ACL tear, was not expected to be at camp. Jair Alexander was not present, nor was Kadar Holman or Stanford Samuels. Matt LaFleur was asked about the absence of those top receivers and refused to give any theory as to why they weren't there, but he did say that he spoke to them all individually, and as far as he knows, All of those receivers missing time was not a coordinated effort. So what are some takeaways? Well, Jordan Love looked pretty decent up and down as QB1 today. The field was notably windy, so that could have been affecting things, but he had some passes that were pretty spot on and some that were a little bit off. The takeaway from most onlookers is that the wind made it a little bit hard to judge just how good he was. Elton Jenkins seems to be filling in at left tackle in David Bakhtiari's absence, of course, Brian Gutekunst remains adamant that Bakhtiari is right on schedule, if not ahead of schedule, and should not miss much time. But in the meantime, Elton Jenkins seems to be taking all of his snaps at left tackle for the time being. Running with the ones, Josh Myers appears to be the new center, as was expected. John Runyon seems to be filling in largely at left guard. Currently, right guard duties with the ones is split between Lucas Patrick and rookie Royce Newman. Chris Barnes appears to be inside linebacker number one. However, similar to last year, Ty Summers is getting a lot of looks there as well and looked pretty good. Multiple reporters on looking commented that he was very vocal and seemed to be well in command of the defense. Speaking of defense, Adrian Amos played a lot of the time in the box today. One particularly interesting series had Jordan Love and Amari Rogers playing together. They were notably not on the same page and Matt LaFleur stopped to give some special coaching to Amari Rogers, who looked like he stopped in the middle of his route. Week one of OTAs will conclude on Thursday. The team will practice Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday next week. The three-day mandatory minicamp is set for June 8th through June 10th. The nine-week offseason program will conclude the following week with three more OTA practices, non-mandatory. 
Aaron Jones gave an interview afterwards talking about his decision to return to Green Bay this year, said he had never had a conversation about Rodgers about the quarterback's decision to return to Green Bay or not, but he said even if he had, it would not have changed his decision, saying, quote, this is home. This is where I love to be. Adrian Amos and Kenny Clark also spoke to the media and both mentioned that the reason they had chosen to come to OTAs was because of the large workout bonus tied to that decision. Clark, in particular, would miss out on $600,000 if he did not come today. Kind of a no-brainer, although other teammates did choose to skip out. Amos was asked if he had watched Aaron Rodgers' interview last night on SportsCenter with Kenny Mayne. No, but, quote, it's one of the least of my worries right now. He said he thinks Rodgers will be back and said, I haven't heard him say anything other than that, so I expect him to be. Of course, one more super important detail for anyone who did not get to see pictures or video from today's workout. Aaron Jones now has long hair. Just uh, thought you might like to know that. Jones and Dylan looked very good practicing together today. Jones appears to have lost a little bit of weight. Of course, behemoth A.J. Dillon has more than enough to go around for the both of them. One thing to keep an eye on, Devontae Adams has forfeited $500,000 by not attending OTAs. Most people would have expected that he would have signed a hefty extension already at this point, and he has not. Could this be leverage against the team as he is trying to work out his contract and get that done sooner? Possibly. He was on Colin Cowherd's show a couple of weeks ago and said that possibly Aaron Rodgers' decision about whether or not to play with the Packers could impact his decision. Just something to keep an eye on. When asked about Aaron Rodgers' appearance on Kenny Main last night, Matt LaFleur declined to comment, saying only that Aaron knows how we feel about him and we'd love to have him back. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Now, if you already heard the Rogers interview last night, you can go ahead and shut the podcast off right now. I'm just going to play the audio for you. If you haven't heard it, here it is. Do you find it strange that the people have been sort of conditioned to believe management is always right? Like, like the player's a bad guy because he stands up for himself. Management must be right because the loyalty to the team is paramount. And then someone like you, others, Richard Sherman, have kind of voiced that opinion like, hey, I'm a, I'm a worker. I work for myself and my family, so I'm going to stick up for myself in whatever situation it is. <laughs> that was a good question. You know, I think, I think sometimes people forget uh, what really makes an organization. And, uh, you know, history is important. Uh, 
uh, you know, legacy of so many uh, people who've come before you. But the people, that's the most important thing. The people make an organization. People make a business. Um, and sometimes uh, that gets forgotten. You know, culture is built brick by brick, the foundation of it by the people. You know, not by the not by the organization, not by the building, not by the, the corporation. It's built by the people. And I've been fortunate enough to play with a number of amazing, amazing people. And got to work for some amazing people as well. And it's those people that build the foundation of those entities. And I think sometimes we forget that, you know. Uh, Are you demanding my, a trade? With, yeah, with my situation, look, it's, it's never been about uh, you know, never been about the draft pick, uh, picking Jordan. I love Jordan. He's a great kid. Um, you know, he, he a lot of fun to, to work together. Uh, I love the coaching staff, love my teammates, you know, love the fan base in Green Bay. It's incredible, incredible 16 years. It's just kind of about a, a, a philosophy, you know, and, and maybe forgetting that it is about the people that make the thing go. It's about, it's about character. It's about culture. It's about doing things the right way. And a lot of this was put in motion last year, and uh, the wrench was just kind of thrown into it when I won MVP and played uh, the way I played last year. So this is just kind of, I think, uh, the, the spill out of all that. But look, man, it is about the people, and that's the most important thing. Green Bay has always been about the people, from Curly Lambeau uh, being owner and founder to the 60s with Lombardi and Bart Starr and all those incredible names, to the 90s teams with... Coach Holmgren and Farvey and the Minister of Defense to the, the run that we've been on. It's about it's about the people. Is there a way that on that table you can knock some stuff out and, and find some kind of agreement, or do you have something else that you want it to end as? Ken, I don't know. I don't, I don't even want to. I kind of That's said fine. my piece in the last part. Well, there you have it. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you for your long patience through this offseason. Now that activities are finally happening with the team, should have a lot more information to give out to you. Once again, if you have any questions you'd like me to dig into on this show, please reach out on Twitter at JJ Leahy. For more in-depth analysis and a look at Packers strategy, make sure you're subscribed to the Packernet Podcast, hosted by the Pack Daddy, Ryan Schlipp. Keep up on all the Green Bay Packers news by going to packernet.com and join the Packernet Podcast Facebook group. My name is JJ Leahy, and this has been The Daily Cheese, your Green Bay Packers news update.